The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. And now, this week's sermon is from our beloved... The Savior of the Weed. CannabisRadio.com presents The Stoner Jesus Show. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. I give in to go, King. I've created very few things outright in my life. That's one of them. That's my shit. I'm not going to have it run into the ground by a bunch of whiny fucking dickweed. I got coronavirus from snorting liquefied fucking bad brains. Have you seen the light? Yes! Yes! Jesus H. Goddamn Christ! I have seen the light! The Stoner Jesus Show. Ah, oh, hell yeah. What's up, everybody? Stoner Jesus Show. Stoner Jesus Show Live. Chapter 5, verse 13, we're doing a live on December 10th, 2021. Stand by. My big stuff tonight, including my full interview with Shuli Agar from the Howard Stern Show. A legendary Shuli, we talked about all kinds of stuff. Weed, smoking with whackpackers on uh, Howard Stern. Uh, not on the show, but like smoking with whackpackers are involved with the show. Um, he hung out with them, which he did for Many, many years, among other things he did, on the Howard Stern Show. Talk about all of that, his new shows, he stuff going on with Bob Levy, he's got his own show on Patreon, all kinds of stuff going on. We'll talk about all of that, or you'll see where I talk about all of that, with him coming up. You also got many Porch Pirates and um, inexplicable Pete Davidson. How the fuck this dude's got going on? But he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's getting some major trim. Let's put it that way. Major Trim. We're going to call in. We're live. Uh, if you're watching live, ask Stoner Jesus 420 on Twitter, on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. We're going to call in and go find the little duck with the headphones on, the StreamYard link, and call in to the show. Take a hit with me. That would be awesome. Email the show, StonerJesus420 at gmail.com. We're going to join our group for the show on Facebook. Hardcore fans on Facebook. Disciples of Stoner Jesus. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. It's enough of that. We got it. We're rocking out. I understand. All that's going on tonight. Uh, also, everything you want to know about the show, StonerJesus.net. You see the smoke, so, social media stuff down there at the bottom. StonerJesus.net. Past episodes, sponsor banners. Please go click, click those sponsor banners. They support us. Please go Support them and get some awesome products. I got some awesome coupon codes coming up for you. I feel like I got some of my mustache, but it's, it's just white hair. This is me being fucking old. And this, this is all, this is all white. This, this, it's fucking, it's gone, man. It's gone. It's all the fucking trains off the rails, man. <laughs> so I'm constantly picking at my mustache. Like, oh, there's something there. No, it's a white hair. You're just fucking old. Fuck you. Call me old, <laughs> you bastards. 
Anyway, I got coupon codes for you to save some fucking money, including Silk City Hot Sauce. SilkCityHotSauce.com. They have a ton of flavors. Get new flavors every day. A lot of them tie-ins with famous stand-up comedians or uh, popular stand-up comedians, however you want to put it. Use code SJ15 for 15% off a free bottle of hot sauce. SilkCityHotSauce.com at SilkCityHot on Twitter. Use code SJ15. You have 15% off any free bottle of sauce. Go forth and do that shit. Like I said, if you want to call into the show, you can do that as well. Bring that graphic up. Tells you what to do. Go find the stream. You're calling link. It's Standard Jesus 420 on Twitter. <clears throat> An interview with Shuli is coming up, as is uh, Pete Davidson and Miley Cyrus and the trim he's getting and all that fucking craziness. But first, see, I gotta go. I gotta go. As I, as I often lament on this show, I gotta be director, producer. I get everything put together. It's all very this time of year. Hold on, bitch. I ain't queue you up yet. I was getting the thing ready. I'm sorry. She's probably not a bitch. But just hold on, bitch. I got shit. I'm fucking running everything here by myself. We stopped getting interns here a long time ago. It's the uh, local um, places of higher learning around here decided that uh, what they were learning here was not worthy of a college credit or whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Bitter. In fact, they're probably correct. Anyway, what the fuck was I doing? Oh, yeah, I got to share the screen. God. Porch Pirates. Mini Porch Pirates. People using children to go up on people's porches and steal packages. This time of year, you sometimes hear references to the Grinch. Well, in this story, the Grinch has a helper, a pint-sized porch pirate, apparently encouraged to steal off other people's front steps by an adult. How low can you go? These youngsters still in her... Now, this is... I'm laughing because it's funny. But on a serious note, it's fucked up. I mean, it's really fucked up. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to be an asshole and go up and risk being seen on the camera to get a package when you're still a fucking asshole. But at least you're an asshole with some honor. These assholes have decided, no, no, no honor among us. I don't want to be seen on camera at all. I'm going to send my toddler. Not even a kid who knows what the fuck's going on. A kid who's fucking oblivious to what they're doing. Fronting for the parent who doesn't want to be seen on the camera. To steal this, this, I, what could possibly be in this fucking package? They got to hope it's jewelry. I mean, look how small this package is. What do they think is in there? A TV? Now, I'd be impressed if your toddler fucking carries off a 40-inch TV off someone's porch. This is like the equivalent of like being in a bar fight and like grabbing a, a woman next to you and putting her in front of you as a shield. I mean, you're just a... F <laughs> just keep going. Pajamas snatches an Amazon package off a front porch under the direction of the grown-up with her. It's probably like an $8 cell phone case. They have their kids committing felonies. And the kids going to grow up the thing. Hey, just steal what you want. Surveillance footage shows the nation's littlest porch pirate in action. Watch the adult seemingly scouting the neighborhood. Before Way out of light range, so he can't say who they are, identify them. Or the child runs up to join him. The kid looks confused before following instructions and grabbing the package. To see a child, you know, being instructed by an adult to come steal something 
or, you know, do anything like that. It, it was really shocking and sad to see. Ms. Zamora didn't lose anything too valuable. She says the package contained a part for a laptop charger. <laughs> Your kid is committing a felony for a part for a laptop charger. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, what the fuck? You know how much you're fucking up that child? And what are you going to do with a part to a laptop charger? It doesn't even go to your laptop. I guess they're hoping for a diamond necklace. Someone sent a diamond necklace or something to Amazon. And let's leave it on their fucking porch. Jesus Christ. It's going to be a fucked up kid. It's going to be one fucked up kid. Call now. There's a shit right there. It's the info. Find little duck with headphones. I mentioned coupon codes. we got that coming up. That's awesome. Sponsors, go check out their banners on stonerjesus.net. Now it is time for your favorite part of the show. That's right. Some live read commercials. I mentioned how awesome our sponsors are. Hemptations, our longest running sponsor. I do a show with the owner of Hemptations every Wednesday. The High New Ham Show. There's links right there at hemptations.com. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. It'll take you to the website. You can also shop online there as well. There's also four locations in Southwest Ohio, three in Cincinnati, two in Dayton. They're awesome. Hemptations, hemptations.com. Click that banner on sternjesus.net. The stores have the largest selection of hemp products in the world. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. And go check out the High Noon Hemp Show every Wednesday on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. A lot of you are watching this on Twitter, sternjesus420. That show can be found on sternjesus420. On Twitter as well. Bam. Look at me. I'm a professional motherfucker. I mentioned, well, I guess professional motherfucker. Well, no, I'm 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 no, I'm gonna backtrack on that, but no. I am one professional motherfucker. <laughs> I stand by that statement. Whoops, add it to the stream. There we go. Coastalmary.com. You want seeds? You want seeds for 20% off? Well, you're in luck. Coastalmary.com. Click that Coastal Mary banner on stonerjesus.net. As we've talked about before, they have tons of breeders that they work with, a bunch of different genetics, all right there, including that cool clown dude and the uh, the baby with the, the crown on the joint. <laughs> Maybe recognize some of the genetics if you're into that. I'm not a grower myself, but if you're somewhere where it's legal and you need seeds, coastalmary.com is where you can find them. Feminized seeds, CBD, uh, auto-flowering seeds, all that stuff. Use code STONERJESUS20. That's STONERJESUS, all in word, and the number 20, all together. STONERJESUS20. Get 20% off at CoastalMary.com. Or as I said, click that Coastal Mary banner on STONERJESUS.net. Good, good stuff. And I always know cool stuff on their Instagram and all that, so go, go check them out there as well on social media. Grow your peace of mind. Coastal Mary Seeds. Code Stern Jesus 20. 20% off. Bam. Look at me. Look at me. I talk about Heat Your Meat a lot. Done a lot of reviews. Got to do a new review soon. I got to pick up food. I keep forgetting. I say this every show. I need to write them and ask them to send me some of the mild stuff so I can use that because all I have is the hot stuff, which is great. It's just super fucking hot, and I'm not good with heated spices. I am rather a pussy. Let me take that coast. That, the coupon code for Coastal Mary will not work at Eat Your Meat. I'm sorry. 
if I misled anyone by leaving that graphic up too long. <laughs> Heat your meat. As I said, brand new product, mild. You see it right there. Bam, only eight bucks. And this thing, this thing will last me. The one I have, I've done five reviews. I mean, it's not even below the the below this. It's not even below this part right here. This thing will last me the rest of my life for eight dollars. The mild, if it tastes anything like this, it, 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 the taste is great. It's just the heat. So I need some mild. Heatyourmeat.net. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net because they are super, super awesome. Last but not least, maybe we're looking for a last-minute gift because time's running out. Well, Flower Power Packages has everything. Damn it, I did that wrong. Hold on. Hold on. Very annoying. Just copy and paste job. Screw it up. There we go. Flowerpowerpackages.com. If you need dispensary packaging or if you need any of these things, hemp wraps, rolling trays, rolling tips, bubblers, water pipes, glass bongs, nectar collectors, dab rigs, dab tools, dab jars, lighters, air fresheners, and candles, detox stuff. Just, and that's not, even, that's not even all of it. I can't name all of it because it's too much. Flowerpowerpackages.com. Free shipping on orders over $250. Sign up for their email newsletter. You get 10% off your first order dispensary supplies if you're in a dispensary or head shop or something you need something like that uh, all kinds of different kinds of packaging as you can see there stuff for growers as well accessories commercial grow lights uh, and our knowledge channel they talk about that stuff it's just it's too much like i said i can't name it all just click that flower power packages banner on stonerjesus.net and there you have it greatness that's right greatness Got more sponsors coming up soon. Their coupon code. <clears throat> if you need some last-minute gifts, all of that stuff is coming up. But first, my interview with Shuli. As I said, Shuli Agar, Shalom Shuli on Twitter. Talked about all kinds of stuff. Smoking weed with Whackpackers. Um, his time uh, away from the Howard Stern Show now. His new career, his new shows. His show with Bob Levy on ChannelAttitude.com. All of it we talk about, and all I have to do is go find the video file and play it. And hopefully it works the way it's supposed to. We shall see if it does. My interview with Shuli Agar in full. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 5, Verse 13. Back after this interview. It's awesome. Check it out. Welcome back to the Stern Jesus Show, everyone. Live on the old video chat, we have Shuli the man himself. You may know Shuli's name, of course, from his many years on the Howard Stern show. And I'm sure he talks a lot about that on other shows and his shows and stuff like that. But I'm more interested in kind of what your life's been like since you left the Stern show. How has your routine changed uh, now that you're no longer there? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me, number one. Uh, no big, problem, fan, big fan. Big uh, fan. How has it changed? Well, I wake up crying a lot more. Uh, that didn't happen. Um, I tend to just sit at the edge of my bed and just hug my pillow for a while and rock back and forth and just say, what if, what if, um, now listen, man, it's, it's been an adjustment. It was 15 years of my life. Um, yeah, it was my entire life. You know, I gave everything, uh, for 15 years, but, uh, you get to a point where, you know, even your dream job starts to feel like a job, I guess. And 
you know, stuff changed and the whole, you know, the whole vibe and energy there changed. And, uh, and I feel like I changed with this, uh, pandemic and, uh, it didn't necessarily fall in line with everybody else's way of thinking, but that was, that wasn't the reason why I left. I just, I just left cause it had changed so much and just, you know, just wasn't fun for me anymore. It had nothing to do with him. It's, it's, you know, management mostly, uh, you know, you know how corporate management is. They like to see people pedal. doesn't even matter if there's a chain on the fucking bike, just keep moving your feet. So for me, it's like, I'd rather actually get somewhere than just pedal on a bike with no chain. And, and it was just frustrating. It was everything else in my life was great. Uh, we found this beautiful home. We moved to a really nice place. Um, the only thing that was bumming me out was work. So I had always wanted to try my own, um, thing, you know, and, and I've worked with so many great people, not only Howard, but guys like Scott Farrell, guys like Jay Thomas, each of them uh, taught me so much in radio. And my kind of thank you to all of them is to do a podcast where I implement all of these things that I've learned and kind of kind of run with the ball, man. These these Yodas I had in my life, I got to do something with it, you know? Absolutely. Uh, talking about doing your own show and stuff, obviously you have your own stuff going on on Patreon. People watching, you can see all the pertinent information scrolling on the bottom. Um, I did want to talk to you about the BS show with the yeah. legendary Bob Levy on channelattitude.com. Um, what kind of, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, crazy shit can people expect if they check you out on there? <laughs> BS show is great. It's through a gentleman by the name of Mr. Vince Russo. If there's any uh, wrestling fans out there, you know Vince Russo's name because he was the guy who um, helped create or was the driving force behind the attitude era in the WWE. Absolutely. Their highest ratings, the the biggest stars in the company. It was all tits and ass. Uh, then he went to WCW and, you know, you started seeing the whack pack involved in wrestling, Nicole Bass, Beatle, Fred, high pitch. That's all Vince Russo. Vince Russo in the wrestling world, a fan is called a mark. So Vince Russo has been a stern mark for, for as long as I have. Uh, so when he found out that I was doing my own thing and then that I had reconnected with Bob because we were on the outs for many years, uh, he is an old school fan and, and he came to us and he's like, I've always appreciated your guys comedy. I've always loved it. I think you guys are fantastic together. Would you be up for doing a show on my channel? And while I do a show with Bob once a week uh, and a few other uh, gentlemen, Brent Hatley, Mike Morse, Mark, Bur Mark Burns, we, uh, it's called The Miserable Men Show. We did it 13 years ago on Sirius. We were the only show on Howard's other channel, 101, that went from one hour to four hours. So we were doing legit radio, uh, and then we stopped doing it. We had a, uh, an ugly Oasis breakup. Uh, Bob being one half of the Oasis and us being the other half. So it was Bob against us. And we didn't talk for years. And so when I started doing my own podcast, one of the things I definitely wanted to do was see if that that chemistry is still there. You, you can't teach it. You can't buy it. It's just natural, right? And, uh, and while we do that, <clears throat> I really enjoy 
doing the BS show because it's just Bob and I. And, you know, I walk away every episode with tears in my eyes laughing. Uh, and it's not necessarily at him, you know, every every time. Um, he He's one of the best comics, man. If you ever see Bob live, he destroys. He's so funny. And uh, and so I'm glad to be working with him. And I'm glad that there's a, a home like uh, Channel Attitude for us where we don't have to worry about what we say, what we're talking about. Uh, they gave us free reign. They go, you do you. Don't worry about shit. This is the home of free speech. And so we really tested that shit. And so far, they're they're right. <laughs> they, we have no issues. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't know about you and Bob being estranged. I knew Bob obviously was cut off from the Stern Show for many years. I haven't listened to the Stern Show, and I was a huge fan for many years, but it's been kind of around the time Artie left, I kind of like drifted away from it. But the serious years and the years before that, because uh, you all were on um, here in Cincinnati uh, for a while. and But I had no idea that you and Bob hadn't talked for, for years. I'm assuming that that, of course, was Bob's fault. Well, yeah, I think it, it had a little bit to do with Bob, a little bit to do with Kalanapin, a little bit with Xanax, uh, a lot with Absolute Vodka. You know, Bob was not in a great place at that time. And when you're in those places, you tend to feel like the people that are it's weird. The people that have always been in the corner with you, that have always been by your side through good, through bad, those now become your enemies. And uh, and it was just something that at the time I had my first kid born like I don't have time for this shit. And I just cut ties with Bob. He cut ties with me. We didn't speak for over a decade. Wow. So, yeah, it was really and you can uh, the Miserable Men show is on YouTube as well. There's a channel, the Miserable Men show on YouTube, and you can watch a bunch of the episodes we've been doing. Um, it's a lot of fun right now. It's it's uh, just on Patreon uh, at the Miserable Men show on Patreon. But uh, we're planning on putting out podcast episodes again shortly because uh, the company we were with earlier got very scared when they heard the show. <laughs> so so we just went to Patreon only. But uh, the show's been doing great. We're having a lot of fun. It's wild. It's, it's you know, uh, no holds barred. Um, so it's fun working with Levy again. It's, 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 that's the coolest thing about doing all this is, you know, I, I – I think of something the day before and a day or two later, I can do it. Like, I don't have to check with anyone. I don't have to run it up the flagpole. I don't have to send out an email. And it's like, give me a fucking break, man. What happened to, you know, the organic nature of comedy? It's one of the greatest gifts of comedy is the on the fly come up with something. You know, it's such a challenge. It's such a skill. And all the people I've worked with throughout the years had that skill. And and so that's what I love. That's what I try to do is you can only plan so much, but you got to leave room for shit to just happen and, and be ready to react to it, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, everyone has like a podcast nowadays, but the technology that allows us to do what we do without any filters or, you know, any bosses or anything like that has just been absolutely amazing. It's something I've always wanted to do. And when the technology became available to do podcasts and stuff like that, I, I jumped right in. It's, it's been awesome. Yeah. But you think about it 10 years ago, I make this move. My only logical move is to get another job in a radio station somewhere. Yeah. But now you have this ability as a broadcaster and as a comic to, you know, build your, your own audience. 
like I tell people when I started doing stand up, the way you advertise for a show was flyers. You put flyers on the car, right? And we did it so much that there was a ratio that we had in our like if we put out a thousand flyers, ten tickets will sell. Like that was the ratio, right? With podcasts, you've now taken the the oh, I hope this car is a fan of comedy to uh out of the equation. And now what you have is if people find your podcast and they subscribe to it and they listen to it, when you announce you're coming to town, they're coming. Like it is every car in that parking lot is there to see you, right? So that's a very different approach to promoting comedy. It's a very different approach to building audiences. There are podcasts out there that people have have, have no idea what they are. Haven't They're not household names. They're not the Joe Rogan experience. But they come to town and they do a comedy club and they sell out the whole weekend. There's a there's an audience there that follows um, and supports you now in a way that's never been in comedy, which is pretty awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we love cannabis here. I've you know, built my whole gimmick around it, as okay. you can see. <laughs> it's kind of it's not very subtle with everything going on behind me. Uh, in any case, um, what did your... How did your journey with Mary Jane, if you will, how that begin? <laughs> I was very anti. I was I was a I, I wasn't a jock, but I loved playing sports and athletics when I was in school. When I was like in high school, um, I have two brothers. I have a middle brother and I have an oldest older brother. Both are older. I'm the youngest, but the middle brother was a hippie, and he was a stoner, and uh, and I knew that, and I didn't like it. wasn't a fan. And then I, I get out of high school and I moved to Sedona, Arizona with uh, a buddy of mine who born and raised in South Central L.A., former gangbanger, one of my best friends, Kevin Lee. <clears throat> we decide we're sick of L.A. We want to go live with our buddy who's living out in Sedona. And we go and we get jobs out there at Burger King and we get a place. I'll never forget our first place was two bedroom, two bath. $310 a month rent. And it was, it was a shithole. It was near a river, it was, but it was ours. We loved it. The only rule I had with Kevin is I said, no smoking weed in the house, no doing drugs in the house, right? So fast forward a couple months, you know, bills are starting to pile up. I'm stressing out. I go into Kevin's room to have a talk with him. And when I open the door, he puts his hands, he goes, like that and he just freezes and i don't think anything of it and i just start talking to him and i'm going dude this is fucking crazy i'm like our bills are piling up i don't know what's gonna happen we got and he's just looking at me like bill murray in the cheeseburger sketch he's just nodding at me and staring at me and then finally i go do you have anything you want to add to this and he just and he opens his mouth and this cloud of smoke that he's been holding in comes out and i'll never forget i look at him and i go for all the shit that's going on right now, this guy's really calm and relaxed, and I'm fucking wound so tight. What the hell? And I just, out of the blue, I just go, give me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I try it. And I don't know what it was like for you, but the first time I got, I, I smoked, I didn't get high. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. And then, like, a couple nights later, we had a few people over. And he breaks out the weed 
And I said, all right, this time I'm going to fucking, I'm going to take like three or four hits. Like I'm going to really, I want this to work. So sure enough, I do like three or four hits. I'm sitting there. I don't feel anything. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, are my legs still attached to my body? Like I wasn't sure. I see them, but I don't feel anything. And I said, you know, I got to try and stand up. And then, and then I remember my next thought was, well, if my legs feel like this, what the fuck does my face look like? Because my face feels weird as shit. And I get up and I walk into the bathroom. I shut the door. I turn on the light. I take one look in the mirror and I start to laugh uncontrollably at the way I look, at the way I feel. And I just thought this is the funnest, funniest fucking thing that I've ever done. I love it. And uh, and that was the beginning of my journey, man, was, uh, you know, I was just like, all right, I'm in. Uh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and, and by the way, in, in Arizona at that time, in Sedona, zero tolerance, meaning a seed is a felony if they find it in Arizona. At that time, the weed laws were bananas. But everybody in Sedona got high. Everybody. <laughs> It's all red rock mounds. People had grows up there. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. I always ask people when they come on who smoke cannabis if they got high their first time. And it's about 50-50 as far as if they felt anything. I didn't feel anything the first night that I smoked. But the next night, I smoked the exact same shit. And I was high as a kite. And, well, the rest is history. The, the rest is us chasing that first fucking one, man. It really is. Yep. You have to settle for the at least the first high of the day. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. It kind of gets you there, but then, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does. It's nostalgic. You're like, I remember that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if I ask you uh, in your history of cannabis, the highest you've ever been, is there like a specific incident or event that comes to mind? Yeah, there was. Uh, so I, funny enough, Arizona, when it came to an end, I was leaving before my roommates were. I had an opportunity to go back to Vegas. I felt like Arizona was a dead end for me. My roommates had stopped working. I was paying for everything. I said, you know what? I'm going to go move back in with my folks and let them pay for everything for a little while. I'm <laughs> done with this shit. So we had a goodbye party, and a bunch of people came over. A bunch of people brought weed. We just had punch bowls filled with joints. Like, it was obscene. Yeah. Um, and I remember being so high that I crawled on my hands and knees into my friend Kevin's room. And he had, at that time, I think, shit, I think we had Sega Genesis. I don't even know. Maybe a PlayStation, but they were playing Madden. And I remember walking in, uh, crawling in, and looking at the TV, and, I'm, and I go, the Eagles beat the Giants? I'm looking at the ticker on the bottom and I'm going, are you fucking kidding me, dude? The Eagles suck this year. How did the Giants lose to them? And I'll never forget my friend Kevin looked over and he goes, hey, man, you <laughs> fucked up, man. This is a motherfucking video game. What's wrong with you? And I just turned around and slowly crawled back out. And I remember periodically waking up on the floor of our place as people were stepping over me, leaving, wishing me good luck on my next uh, chapter of my journey. Nice. So I would say that's up there. That, that's, that's, yeah, that's up there. 
Um, do you have any uh, any favorite nowadays? Of course, everybody knows about strains and stuff. Uh, do you have any favorite strains or any go to strains or anything that uh, that you enjoy more than others? I mean, I gotta be honest. I'm a Jew, so any strain I don't have to pay for is my favorite. Uh, you know, I love I. I I'm not like one of those. It's the thing that it's a double-edged sword. The dispensaries, while I love that it's recreational, medicinal, whatever it is in your state, I love that. But it's turning us into weed douchebags. You understand? There's no difference between us and fucking, you know, somebody collecting baseball cards now. It's like we used to be different from all these people. Now I got to wait in a 45 fucking minute line in a place that reeks of weed, yet everybody's upset. Explain that one to me. Explain that, how how nobody has any fucking patience in a room that reeks of weed. And then and then the reason why I'm waiting 45 minutes is because some asshole's got to put a jeweler's loop in and go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at the purple hairs on that one. Look at the crystallization. Look at the percentage, asshole. It, it, the highest the percentage, get it. That's that's the only experimentation you need to do. Oh, this one's 28. This one's 32. I'm going to go with the 32. I don't need a fucking monocle. I don't need a jeweler's loop. I'm not the fucking guy from Monopoly. It's so fr- There's an art form to texting a guy or paging somebody, meeting him at a spot. Fucking the slick handoff. Hey, shake his hand. Here's a hundred bucks. Boom. Here's a cup of uh, empty soda with a sack in it. Thanks. It's a whole process. It's an art form. It's gone. It's gone. Now it's just people going, yeah, I was wondering if you have a sativa hybrid. Get the fuck out of here. Go, go roll the dice in life with weed. That's what we did. We bought an eighth once and found a tooth in it. It wasn't ours. It wasn't the dealer's. I don't know where it came from, but you know what we did? We threw the fucking thing out and kept rolling joints. That's what you do. If you love what you do, then fucking do it. Pisses me off. A lot of kids these days, they don't know about just trying to, the, the struggle of trying to find it. And then you weren't asking the dealer what kind of strains he had. You just asked no. me if he had weed. I got weed. You yeah. either want to buy it or you don't. They get, we spent longer de-seeding the fucking thing and, and de-stemming it than smoking it. I mean, we we would have a mound of brown on the table, not green, brown, and we couldn't be happier. We had to smoke the whole ounce to get high and had the biggest headache for three days after that. But we still did it. That's right. Now yeah. of buying a bag of like of, of the brick weed and you know, it's the brick weed because you got the corner of it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's all flat. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like it's been ran over by a fucking steamroller. <laughs> And then a lot of days you just you couldn't find any. I mean, I still live in a black market area, right? And it's not as hard as obviously as it used to be. But there was days back in the days you just go, you would go to ten different people. You know, you got a joint, you got a joint for sale, you got anything at all. And some days they didn't. And I get it. Listen, the argument could be made the other way too, which is you know dealers are annoying, they're flaky, they're you know you got to listen to fucking demo tapes when you go pick up sacks and shit. Like you're now involved in their lives a little too much. I get that. I get that, but listen, they're risking their lives. You know, they're 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 facing danger every day. That's what right. are you gonna are you gonna be a dickhead to a soldier? No, you know, a soldier's risk is he's a soldier too. He's a soldier of the streets. That's right. Who knows who he's dealing with to bring you that fucking sack? I mean, come on, man. 
You got to show some. I always say, man, in New York during the pandemic, every fucking night they would, they would seven o'clock, they would go out on the balcony or the windows and they would clap for the first responders and they would bang pots and pans to say thank you to all the healthcare workers uh, risking their lives during COVID. And I thought it was beautiful, but. Where's our thank you to the weed dealers, right? They didn't, my guy didn't stop during the pandemic. My guy worked twice as hard. Yeah, where's well, his, yeah, where's his, I'll tell you where it is. Every day at 420, I would open my window in honor of him and I would just do the stoner laugh. I would just go <laughs> every day for a minute at 420. I got my friends to do it. And that was our way of saying thank you to uh, Smokey. So we love you, Smokey. Shut up. Support your local weed dealer. Please. It's an art form. It's a lost art form, man. It's like calligraphy. Keep that shit alive. <laughs> um, obviously, if people are not familiar with your years on the Stern Show, you spent a lot of time with the Whack Pack. Um, do you have any uh, great weed uh, incidences with them? I know a lot of them uh, were uh, love to partake of yeah. the Mary Jane. Uh, did you do a lot of, uh, of smoking with the Whack Pack? Yeah, not all of them smoked, but the ones who smoked definitely smoked with me. Um, uh, I got high pitch Eric Stone for the first time years ago in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a call about a, a 40 minutes later from him, and he's like, Oh, my God. I'm so fucking high. My head feels like it's 400 pounds. <laughs> and I go, that's because it is 400 pounds, Eric. And I go, are you all right? He says, I just got to run some water over my head. <laughs> so we get off the phone. Ten minutes later, I get a call back from I'm not doing good, man. Listen, I need ribs. <laughs> and I go, what? <laughs> I need baby back ribs. And I'm like, yeah, Eric, this is called the munchies. Just slow down, sit tight. You'll be fine. Um... Beetle, now Eric's a fucking everyday pot smoker. Now, uh, Beetle was another guy that I smoked with. It was a little different. You know, Beetle had smoked for a while, so he was a vet. He knew he knew the deal. Um, but, you know, m my rule was when I'm done smoking this joint, then I'm passing it to you because there's no passing back. I, don't, I love you, but I don't know what the fuck's going on over there, and I don't know if it's transmittable. Uh, you know, so like I'm going to hit this and then you're going to hit it. And then he'd be like, you want a Julian? I'm like, no, I'm good, buddy. You kill that shit, man. And I'll tell you the thing I love the most about it. Here's another double edged sword. It was the funniest and scariest moment of getting high with a whack packer is Beetle and I are getting stoned. We're in a hotel room. We uh, flipping through the TV. Talladega Nights is on Will Ferrell. I leave it on. This part happens. That wasn't like a, you know, visual joke. It was a verbal joke. And I'll never forget B and I both laughed at the same exact time. <laughs> and, it, and it sobered me up instantly because <laughs> I look over and I go, all right. I'm doing math in my head now. I'm going, either the weed brought me down to his level or the weed brought him up to my level. But I feel like we shouldn't be at the same level at any point, you know? Like, 
And he would just get stoned and just tell stories as if they were real and they were true and he was there. You know, we we once put on ESPN Classic, uh, Ali Frazier, and he's telling me, and I'm, I'm not talking about like for like 30 seconds. I'm talking for like 15 minutes. He's explaining to me how he trained both Frazier, uh, both uh, 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 Ali and uh, and uh, what you call it? Uh, fuck, what's his name? The the, the big fighting Zaire Foreman. Yeah. yeah so he, he trained both Ali and Foreman at the same time. <laughs> and then if a movie's on, he hasn't seen, but he's going to tell you what's coming up next and he's like watch it watch it he's gonna fuck her up then you gonna shoot him and then go and it's like a hallmark christmas movie none of that shit's <laughs> happening but it's it's endlessly entertaining it's one of the reasons why i loved rooming with him uh the other reason is nobody else wanted to and uh i was like hey how about we don't leave a mentally challenged dwarf on his own this weekend in seattle and portland how about one of us fucking jump on the grenade and keep an eye on him so that was my gig <laughs> Um, you still keep in touch with any of them? Uh, yeah, I talk. Yeah, yeah, I talk to all of them. It's it's, you know, I do this joke, but I I say, you know, I I've told Gary the retard seventeen times. I've resigned. I don't think he gets it. I don't know if he understands what's going on. <laughs> but and Wendy took the news hard, and then she saw a squirrel, and I didn't hear from her after that. So, um, no, I still talk to her. I I had a phone call with Patricia. Patricia. I talked to her yesterday. Um, I talked to High Pitch from time to time. Marianne is, you know, you talk about my work with the Wack Pack. That woman was essential in helping me sift through, you know, who who had issues. She was a great source for me as far as like, oh, Jeff's pissed at Eric. Eric's pissed at this one. Mm-hmm. This one got arrested. She knows everything. She's the den mother of that troop. So uh, I love Marianne to death. She she's uh, such a good soul. I love them all, man. Those those are those the, they're family. Those people. I I spent literally the last fifteen years. I spent more time with that show and the Wack Pack than my own family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so many hours of incredible entertainment. Uh, I've said before, the Stern Show at its peak was probably the greatest form of entertainment that's ever existed. There was just, there was nothing better. I agree, man. And, you know, I know a lot of people complain nowadays, but uh, to quote uh, the, the wise uh, soul that is Jackie Martling, even the worst blowjob is still a pretty good blowjob. You know what I mean? So, you know, listen, is is it the one you grew up on? No. But do you have to be a dickhead about it? Not really. You can you can just choose to not listen or you can choose to listen and, and wait for those moments to come because they do pop up every now and then. I get it. You know, I'm with you. I grew up watching Carson. I grew up listening to Stern. Stern was the first reality show out there, in my opinion. Nobody was yelling at their bosses like this guy was. Nobody nobody was doing press conferences and shitting on the town he was coming to. (laughs) Like, nobody was doing that. So, yeah, like, I get it, man. Listen, I... I had uh, a great run there. It was a dream. I've a fan for many years before I ever set foot as an employee into that place. So to be given the opportunity to work with those people, and not only that, but to turn a one-week audition into 15 years, into finding a wife, having a family, 
all this amazing shit came from from that one opportunity an opportunity that he had no, no business giving me based on my credentials and qualifications but here's what he knew he knew i was passionate passionate about the show he knew i would give my all to that job if given the chance and really it's a brilliant thought process because who's going to work harder for you and longer than a fan of what you do right so it wasn't a job for us for me anyways i don't want to speak for anybody else but for me it didn't feel like a job but i always said the minute it did i'm out absolutely yeah com. slum shalom shuli on twitter various other uh Instagram, Shalom Shuli. I got a bunch. I'm getting back on the road these next three months. Uh, I'm doing, uh, I don't know when this comes out, but Friday, uh, December 10th, I am in Baltimore. I have two shows. Uh, Saturday, December 11th, Vienna, Virginia. Uh, I got one show at the Jam in Java. And then January 8th is a big show out in Tampa, Side Splitters um, Comedy Club. It's a Saturday night, January 8th. I'm doing a meet and greet and cookout during the day that Saturday uh, with our new sponsor, uh, Rustic Cuts, a meat delivery company out of Iowa. They are driving the Shuley Show truck down from Iowa to Tampa to grill and 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 uh, sell some shit to some people out there. So uh, come down, hang. My co-host and producer, Iso, is going to be at the gig. Um one of our shoes team members. Now the shoes team is my own little whack pack that I've found since leaving. Uh, Owen is going to be there plus a few other Brent Hatley is going to be there. And I spoke to a certain tan individual yesterday who said they will be there as well, but I don't necessarily want to promote that because you never really know what you're going to get. So in theory, listen, if she doesn't show up, her voice will be there let me put it to you that way so a uh, lot of fun stuff coming up shalom is the website to get your tickets uh yep do that shit go get it done shuli thank you man been a fan for a long time appreciate you coming on the show and taking the time my pleasure dude thanks for having me on i'm sorry we went back and forth until we until we figured out the right time frame but uh that you know, a lot. good things come to those who wait my friend that's right Seeking so, me shot, as I'm fond of saying. Yeah, man. We got to have a sesh sometime. I got to come out. Yeah. Where are you? In the natty? Uh, yeah. Cross river from Cincinnati. Okay. All right. I'll start yeah. setting something up. We'll do our own little meet and green. Me and the stoner Jesus. Hell yeah. Look forward to it. Sounds good, buddy. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me. Have a good one. No problems. Thanks, Julie. Later. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. 
That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Bear Savon speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. You're goddamn right. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody. Stern Jesus Show, live, chapter 5, verse 13. We're live on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. VJ60 Hippie checking in on the old Facebook. The old or meta. Is it meta now? I don't know. That's stupid. I'm not calling it meta. I, it sounds dumb. It sounds made up. <laughs> Probably not anymore made up. Than Facebook, or not any more dumb for that matter than Facebook. If you're watching live, find the link on Stern Jesus 420 on Twitter, the little duck with the headphones, the call in link, and call in the show, chat with me, take a rip, whatnot, and who's it have it or whatever, or <laughs> slang, whatever old timey 1930 slang you want to use. Hope you enjoyed my interview with Shuli Agar. That was awesome. You missed it. Go back and check it out when we are, uh, you know, in um, in replay, on demand, I guess. I don't know. BJ Sexy, long time 
fan and contributor of the show. As I said, checking in on the old, the old Facebook. Now, now I don't, I don't want to say Facebook. Now that sounds stupid to me too. Oh well. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on with my life. <laughs> I'm obsessing over what Facebook calls itself nowadays. Pete Davidson. How is Pete Davidson pulling this fucking trim that he's pulling? Ariana Grande. Now he's banging Kim Kardashian. I mean, fuck, come the fuck on. Come on. I heard it's because he's funny. A lot of people are funny. They're not pulling the level of trim that Pete Davidson is pulling. He's because he's got jokes. He looks like a fucking meth head. And he has the worst collection of tattoos I've ever seen on a human being. It's amazing. I don't know if he still has a Hillary Clinton tattoo. But that's, you know, have some, have some self-respect. To get a portrait of Hillary Clinton on you, that's weird. It's fucking weird. Yeah, VDJ, VDJ6 Hippie, not a fan. He looks, I don't know. It has to, what else could it be? He has a 12-inch dick. VJ says he must carry the good drugs, maybe. Well, I got to think Kim Kardashian can get drugs without having to fuck Pete Davidson. <laughs> I hope. I hope she's not fucking Pete Davidson for drugs. That's sad. Anyway, he's doing some New Year's Eve thing with Molly Cyrus, and she teases him. This is what passes for comedy nowadays. Teases him over the fact that he's banging uh, Kim Kardashian. Miley Cyrus just poked fun at Pete Davidson's budding romance with Kim Kardashian. I thought it was a joke. The 29-year-old singer and the 28-year-old Saturday Night Live star who are gearing up to co-host NBC's... PJ's theory is he knows how to eat the pussy. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of things. I mean, look at him. It's just... Most time he looks like he doesn't know where he is. And yet here we are. Special Miley's New Year's Eve party. Stop by the Tonight Show. He's gone where not many white boys have gone before. Starring Jimmy Fallon on Thursday and Miley wowed the crowd with a cover of Yvonne Fair's It Should Have Been Me, a song about a woman who's sad to see the love of her life marrying someone else. Yeah, and she even dedicated the performance to Pete. Halfway through the song, Miley walked over to Jimmy's desk, took a seat, and directly referenced Pete's recent romantic outings with Kim. Speaking of bad tattoos, what the fuck is all over Miley Cyrus? It looks like just randomly placed shit and scribbles. Like she just scribbled on herself and then she found a tattoo artist. She's like, just trace over this. <clears throat> These will be my tattoos. Just like Miley said, just last month, the comedian was spotted with a KKW beauty founder in LA. Yeah, anyway, you get the point. He's uh, He's batting way out of his league. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And why that is, I don't know. I know a lot of people speculate on this. I'm not the first. This is an original and is not an original thing. But what, 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 <laughs> what's happening? Now, good for you, Pete Davidson. I mean, I don't know. Good for you. Although I got to think some headaches come with that family, obviously. It's not, it's not the, uh, it's not the calmest household to, uh, get into. Yeah, the tattoos are, are weird. Saw a lot of scribbles. I mean, say what you want about Mike Tyson's face tattoo. At least it like it goes around his eye and it kind of looks cool. It's not just some fucking scribble. Like Post Malone. Like Post Malone has got somebody to scribble all over his fucking face. What are you doing, son? What the fuck are you doing? Lando checking in on the Twitch. Hell yeah. Long time no see. Indeed. Two longtime fans of the show checking in. To hear me lament the fact that why Pete Davidson is getting so much great pussy. I guess that's relative. I mean, is Kim Kardashian really great pussy? I mean, does he have uh, what it takes to fill that hole? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Jay's tired of him. And as I said, he uh, he definitely, he's gone where a few white boys have gone before. That's right, the Antichrist. Haven't done an Antichrist uh, update in a long time. A lot of shit fell by the wayside. <laughs> a lot of award-winning bits. <laughs> they just... I don't know. I just don't do them anymore. Yes, maybe he's there to help the Antichrist. <laughs> How is that kid now? It's like eight? Damn, I've been doing this forever. What's wrong with me? Maybe that's the question we should be asking. What the fuck's up with me? <laughs> Why am I still here? No, people love this show. I love doing it. <laughs> people love me. Anyway, I promised you motherfuckers some more, uh, get rid of this shit. Yeah, you gotta stop that one, and we gotta share this screen. It's a pain in the ass. I need to hire a director. It's too much. It's too much. The hell is that? Nah, bro. Get all off the screen. I promised you more coupon codes. Damn it. That's right, VDJ. Leading the squirrels. I don't know what that is. Did Facebook censor that? That comment? That's weird. Hell yeah. Everybody loves me. Why wouldn't they? What is... And yeah, Lando, what, what's... I don't, I don't know what's up with me. Yes. Long, long time. Way back. Way back. What the fuck was I doing? Coupon code. That's right. Bam. Again, just like Flower Power Packages. So much stuff. Share that screen, dipshit. God. Fire myself as director. 420 Lifestyle Gear and Cannabis-Inspired Smoking Accessories. Next Bardo Head Shop. Free shipping on purchases. $25 and more. They have great sales. Just dab rigs, glass, pipes, accessories. Just anything you could think of is at Next Bardo. Click that banner on stonerjesus.net. Use code stonerjesus to get 10% off at nextbardo.com. Stonerjesus, all one word. 10% off nextbardo.com. Very awesome. 
still time to get gifts? I don't know. I don't know how fast the shipping is. But there's just some of the stuff you can see. There's a, rain, a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer pipe. Uh, there's a little Santa Claus hand pipe. I mean, it's some cool shit you need to check out. And use the coupon code. Damn it. Stern Jesus, get 10% off for yo shit. BJ in Orlando, as I said, uh, chilling with us. Lando's out of Columbus. Good for you. I mean, I don't know how that compares to Cincinnati, but I imagine they're quite the same. In which case, good for you. <laughs> good for you on getting out. Why didn't that comment? I take that comment down. Damn. Fired. I'm fired as director. Go, go use the code next, Bardo. Damn you. Damn you, people. What's next? Original Easy Carve. That's right. You're a stoner. You lose shit, son. Use your lose your carb cap for your dab rig. Well, just attach that motherfucker to your dab your rig right there. Still get twenty percent off of that promo code Spooky Carb twenty one. Comes in different sizes, not different sizes, different uh, different. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Different styles. That's what I'm looking for. Different styles. I'm a professional fucking broadcaster. <laughs> if you can't tell. Easy Carb, the original Easy Carb, tethers right there to your dab rig. Different styles, different colors. Spooky Carb 21, 20% off. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. It's going well. Going well. Last but not least, maybe you're a lady, like BDJ6 Hippie. Maybe you're looking. Maybe you're a dude who likes dressing up. Maybe you just want some fucking gift that your wife or your girlfriend is not going to hate. Lashesandlace.com. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. A lot of shopping, uh, the holiday shopping you can do there, holiday lingerie collections for plus size and other sizes, all sizes, pretty much. Go check it out. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. Maybe, like I said, maybe you're just, you're like, it's two weeks from Christmas. I'm, I, I'm fucked. I have nothing. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe get uh, body suits, robes, all kinds of shit. Panties, all that stuff. Lashesandlace.com. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. Get you a gift that you may need for somebody or for yourself. Whatever. Buy things for yourself. You can do that now. It's Christmas. Damn. Tyler saying you can't buy yourself. People saying you can't buy yourself stuff at Christmas. Fuck that. Of course you can. Why wouldn't you? Who else is going to do it if not you? Anyway, thank you to all of the awesome sponsors. Thank you to everyone who listens. Spreads the word about sternjesus.net and the show. Another one in the books. Whoops, that's the wrong graphic. Let me go find it. Bam, there it is. Chapter 5, verse 13. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. As I said, spraying the word, go like and retweet on Twitter. Twitter is fucking me over with the algorithms, so get your asses over to Twitter and like all of my tweets. Damn. And yes, the sponsors, go click all their banners at sternjesus.net. Get your gifts. Get everything you need. There's nothing that you can't get from one of our sponsors. I guarantee it. Not like a legally binding guarantee, but, you know, more like a metaphor. There may be something. I don't know. But probably not. All manner of smoking accessories. Plus lingerie. 
Find find something better than that. I defy you. That's right. You heard me. I defy you. Don't keep spreading the word about stonerjesus.net. You motherfuckers are awesome. Thanks for watching and listening. And as always, peace, bitches.